0: My name is Yemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Philia. Hey, guys. And welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to taking a deep dive into open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations surrounding everyday life, our relationships, and our faith walk with Christ. So, Philia, what are we diving into today?
1: Well, we are giving all of you a season pass to miracles where we closely examine the miracles of Jesus Christ, and we apply it to our modern day life. Miracles are inexplicable events that cannot be explained through scientific means, but in the faith world, we simply attribute these events to the Lord. Today, we are covering the miracle of healing the blind and lame in the temple courts. We can find this scripture in the book of Matthew chapter 21, verses 12 to 17, and it begins, and Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold they were indignant and they said to him, do you hear what these are saying? And Jesus said to them, yes. Have you never read out of the mouth of infants and nursing babies? You have prepared praise and leaving them. He went out of the city of Bethany and lodged there. Amen. Amen. Well, I think, first of all, Jesus seemed very pissed off (laughs) in this miracle. You know, with him overturning tables, We've never really seen this side of him. I mean, you can see that he had some discontent with maybe people who have done things that he could have frowned upon. But here he was really getting to the point where he started to seem agitated because so much wrong and so much disobedience was happening around him. And they were selling things in the church. And it's like, this is a house of prayer. This is a house of worship. How dare you make it? you know, a place where robbers do the things that they need to do. And this idea, when we think of the innocence of children, here yeah, the children are calling out to him and saying Hosanna, you know, and calling him uh, son of David. I think it's showing that children's babies, infants, they're always innocent and it's only their environment and where they grow up and maybe who, are, who they're raised by that actually starts to put, the negative or the poisons and, and you know, that they instill in them because their innocence is from birth. And that's the reason why, you know, Jesus was really exclaiming that leave them, let them be. And everyone else around is, is not doing well, is not, is doing wrong because of what they're actually doing inside the church.
0: Yeah. I think this is the, um, This is what everyone likes to say that that Jesus, you know, got angry. Jesus showed his (laughs) tough side like Jesus is a thug for God. Like he went in there and he was flipping tables. So it didn't happen starting on the housewives. It started in the temple courts (laughs) where uh, those who were making the temple courts a a den of thieves and a place of gambling. Mm -hmm. This was a house of prayer and worship. Jesus couldn't stand to see such sights. This is not where you should be gambling. This is not where you should be robbing. And I think about that in today's churches, because you know, a lot of people come from a place of church hurt where they experience very negative things in the church. What would Jesus say if he came back and entered some churches today? Would he be he flipping over the table? <laughs> I mean, like this, this house is not a house of prayer and worship. This is where you condemn, you judge, and and you hide behind secrecy and there's scandal. We know, we already know the stories of the things that happen in these churches. And so, (laughs) in doing that, right, in being outraged, but at the same time, compassionate enough to heal and be praised, all leading up to his, his crucifixion, I mean, there are so many emotions Jesus. Was, was experienced. Right. Jesus is God. He is the son of God, but he was in human form. So he got to experience the wide range of emotions that we do. And sometimes people always want us to be the same way all the time. And we never are because we're human and there's many different layers and de- many different facets. And you know, I don't think it's a personality disorder to, to have a different personality for situations or even w- when you're with certain people. It's the fact that we're complicated and complex and Jesus experienced that being complicated and complex. And I like that. He experienced, that. I love that he experienced that because right. he's able to understand us
1: Correct, as right.
0: humans that we range mm-hmm. all and over the place. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have our ups and our downs and our highs and our lows, right. but in, in this moment, no matter how angry you feel, you can show compassion to someone. You don't always have to, be angry and live in that anger. You right. can move on to the next. Right. He started out angry and it ended up with other people being angry with him because <laughs> he created, he, he healed people. Right. He performs a miracle to heal and people are angry with him right. while right. children are worshiping him.
1: Right. It's and, like a dichotomy. Yeah. Right? It's a lot going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that you said that because it's like, um, You know, he was upset at what was going on in the temple It reminds me of how Moses felt when he came down from the mountain watching everyone, you know, with the golden calves and sex, drugs and alcohol and all the stuff (laughs) or whatever it was that was going on with them. You know, it's like so pissed that he actually threw down and broke his commandments. I feel like, or the tablet, I feel like Jesus hears like with him overturning the tables. I think it, it just goes to show the frustration that no matter how much I'm trying to tell and teach you, you all are still not understanding. You're not believing. And also I think the agitation is when something is about to happen to you, there's an agitation. I think that you feel, I think Jesus knows that the end is coming also. So that too, I think it's part of this agitation is like, do you not see that I must die before I can be the light for all of your darkness almost, you know? So it, at the same time, people are giving him accolades for all the things that he's doing, and then at the same time, the Pharisees are just like, you know, the swiper, no swipe. They're just out there, just trying to get him so that they can, they can catch him and trap him into, you know, being, you know, a criminal, like in in, in the things that he's doing. So all of these good and bad things are happening while goodness is still happening. And I think that dichotomy, like I mentioned, is is what's so interesting because it's, it's complicated. You know, there's so many com- complexities in what was happening to him at the time. And like you said, it's wonderful that he experienced this as a man because he understands us and he can now plead to God, like, please forgive them. <laughs> because even <laughs> when I was on the earth, trust and believe they could test. They know how to test these human beings. They know how to test people to the break, (laughs) you know? So God, you may not understand, but as your son, please, I just forgive them, you know? So it's, it's, it's really, really interesting. And as I said, you know, the extreme level of adulation that the public had for him, it just made the Pharisees pissed. It's like, he gets everything. He could do no wrong, you know. <laughs> they were they, they just they just mad. They haters like they are the haters, high haters, by haters, haters. Like just and I can just imagine them in their long robes and just come in there to just stir up trouble. And Jesus does. He continues to remain in who he is, like unfazed no matter what. Yeah, they were <laughs> they were
0: definitely Jesus's ops and. <laughs> He I mean maybe it was a situation where he comes in and he's flipping tables and healing and they're like, who is this man?
1: Like,
0: right. I, I I don't I don't know I, if I was a hater on the silent, I would hate even more <laughs> and, and and what you said was probably probably right on point. like right. there's frustration, there's tension, there's agitation. you are about to be crucified, right. brutally beaten. And killed, right. sentenced to death for crimes that crimes you didn't <laughs> commit, right? Because he's dying for all of us. Right. And he comes in and in a place, a sanctuary, a place of worship, yeah. praying, there's gambling, <laughs> there's betting, there's all Looking these like things. like Atlantic
1: City, the casinos.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's rightfully upset. Right. So that frustration comes out with him lipping the table and and being angry but more is like i'm about to die for you Mm -hmm. i'm supposed to save this world like are these people lost already but even if he can feel that way he still sees people who need him Mm -hmm. and he can heal them correct i i feel like no matter what jesus wants good for us he wants us to be happy healthy and whole And there's a lot of bad things that happen in this world. But when we have an encounter with God, no matter what is happening, no matter what you just did, in fact, he can still give you a blessing. He can still give you a healing because all of this is earthly. Whatever he witnessed there, that's earthly. He's above that. And he was getting to those next steps, but he had these encounters with varying humans. And when he, when he sarcastically told the, the, the priest, like, don't you read knowing that praises come out of the purest praises come out of children's mouths, He's like, they can see, they can recognize, but nothing I do is going to lead to you. That's why I have to die because your eyes cannot open. Yes.
1: Yes. You have eyes, but you cannot see. Mm -hmm. It also makes me feel that in the midst of chaos, he's always the peace. You know, because there's so much chaos, there's gambling going on, Pharisees, the ops are around, and then kids are crying out, the Lord, the Lord. And it's just like, it's that tornado, and then he's like the eye of the tornado, the peace that comes in, you know? And I feel like no matter what, like you mentioned, no matter how much good I do, no matter how much I say, no matter how much miracles I perform, how many miracles I perform, you still you still cannot see, you have eyes and you cannot see. And sometimes we have to go to the extreme or hit rock bottom, which is, I guess, that's what it was. It was like almost hitting rock bottom in order to be able to now climb your way and see that light at the end of the tunnel because no one else was being able to see that. And the people who did, you know, were the ones who followed him and the ones who believed, but ultimately the Pharisees were the ones who had they believed, who knows? You know. Of course, this was supposed to happen. It was already ordained. But if they were on his side, think about what that life could have been like for him at that particular time. Yeah. You know.
0: Why did he have <laughs> to struggle so much? Right. Um, right. <laughs> to be the light in the world, right? It's, it seems so unfair, and 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 it makes me think about like bad things happening to, to good, good people. people. Mm-hmm. Like even in, in all this situation, I think about entering into a house that's in chaos, that's full of destruction and decay, and still finding a reason to give hope, still finding a reason to heal, still finding a reason to work towards. And sometimes no matter what good you do, people are still going to point their fingers at you and accuse you. So there's nothing that we can say that we struggled and Jesus didn't, right? Mm-hmm. Because he didn't, he, I'm not saying anybody did any, you did something wrong for something bad to happen to you. But here he, he enters this house that's supposed to be a place of worship and prayer, something that's supposed to be light in this world. And it's, it's descended into darkness. At the same time, there are people who need a healing and he heals and then he gets accused. His ops, you know, he, gets, he heals, mm-hmm. God receives glory, and his ops come out to accuse him. There's like all these things happening at once, which describes Jesus' walk on this earth. But most importantly, I think about us that sometimes we enter situations where there is darkness, and maybe we want to help, and people don't want our help. No. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we want to help and people are mad that we helped, right? Correct. Like you never know what reaction you're going to get when you enter into a situation where you think you're bringing in life. I would say, don't let that discourage you because look at Jesus. Yeah. He can flip <laughs> over the tables and still lay hands, healing heal. hands, right. healing <laughs> hands. So, I mean, we shouldn't, and, we, and he has his ops. He has yes. his accusers. We should never be afraid to do what's right or to right. walk in the light. <laughs> because that's what Jesus did and we're supposed to live in his example so even if you do get angry doesn't mean you can't be forgiven even yeah. if you still in tables doesn't mean that God won't show you mercy and compassion we're all deserving
1: okay. yeah.
0: and Jesus had to die for us to get access even in the midst of darkness and decay he was still willing I mean That's the man. (laughs) He's the man.
1: The original game changer. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay.
0: I think this was a a really good miracle. I mean, there's so much going on with our man, JC and on his walk to the, to the, to the crucifixion and resurrection. And no matter what's going on with him, no matter what he sees in this world, he always has time for all of us. I think we too should try to make time Mm -hmm. for compassion for others even when things around us seem like they're crumbling yes i i can't wait to talk more about this on the live i can't wait to hear your thoughts about this um Mm -hmm. so stay tuned for announcements and closing prayer Thank you for tuning into our podcast today as we discuss Jesus' miracle of healing the blind and the lame in the temple courts. We hope you enjoyed the discussion, but before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close in prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast where we continue to discuss the miracles of Jesus. We will also be hosting our next Wisdom Wednesday live on YouTube next Wednesday, April 19th at our new time, 8 o'clock PM Eastern time on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle, so follow our IG page to keep current on what's happening with Treading Faith. Our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, our website, treadingfaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Lastly, don't forget to add another note to your faith box or jar. The faith box, which I'm calling God's Good Gifts, is a box or jar where we keep weekly accomplishments, reminders, testimonies of good news so at the end of the year we can review the context, contents and remind ourselves of God's goodness and insight and present presence in our life year-round. Nothing is too big or too small to include. This is something personal for you. Now let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible because according to Isaiah 55:11, God's word will not come back void. We also believe our prayers are strengthened in numbers, so we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Lord Father God, we give you glory and honor. We thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the renewal of our minds. Father, we are your children but we all fall short of your glory. Romans 3:23 says, "For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God." Father God, although we are not worthy, you have given us the sacrifice of your son, the blood of his life, his death and his resurrection to reconcile us with you. Father We may stray, but we know that there is mercy in the name of Jesus. We know that there's grace in your presence. So we come before you humbly and boldly to ask for your forgiveness. Father God, if any of us are struggling with forgiving our brothers and sisters, let us learn from the examples of Jesus that even in anger, there is still mercy to be given. When Jesus entered the temple courts and flipped the money changing tables, he acted out of anger. Father God, we know that we disappoint because we lack obedience. We lack structure. But given the fact that we lack these things, you still have given us the ultimate sacrifice of your son. How much more is it for us to forgive our brothers and sisters for minor transgressions Father God, even if we show our our anger, let us be quick to forgive in an instance so that that there is nothing left unsaid between our brothers and sisters after an inter- altercation we may show love, mercy, and kindness. Ephesians 1.17 says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness our trespass, of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. Through the riches of the grace of Jesus Christ, we have this redemption. Father, let us not waste it in silly arguments and squabbles with our neighbors. Let us remember that the glory of God has, has, uh, has arisen. And lives within us. That is the spirit of the Holy One. Father God, let the Holy Spirit proceed us in all occasions. So that we may act in love in accordance with your word. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me. And gave his life for me. Father God, let us walk like Christ. Let us lead by examples. Let us be Christian in our faith, on our walk, and in our practice. So that others may see and seek the kingdom of God. So they too may have this redemption. Let us not fall to the wayside by staying stuck in anger or being, or, or being troublesome or or, or or, holding on to long grudges. Father, if Jesus who gave himself for us shows that he is human enough to be angry, but godly enough to forgive just for us, we can do the same for others. Hebrews 9 15 says, Therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance. Since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. Father God, thank you for the freedom over out, out of the first covenant. Father, we have freedom and promise of eternal life. So order our steps, Father. Through your redemption, give us grace and mercy. Have the Holy Spirit work in us to turn us around so that we show love and kindness to one another. For the redemption of Jesus Christ must not be wasted on any of us but must live and show as an example to others. We thank you, Lord, for your glory. We thank you, Lord, for your son. And we thank you for listening to our prayers. Matthew 18, 19 says, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by our father in heaven. So we come into agreement when we say amen, amen, amen. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We love you and have a blessed week. Bye.